We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Envisioning, I'm not putting, you know, much into it. You know, I try to look at it a day at a time, um, take it day by day. Uh, how can I improve as an individual and, and help my team? And, you know, how can we get better as a group? So uh, we're taking the necessary steps. I st- still got a long way to go, um, and we still can improve a lot. Um, but just like I said, take it a day at a time. Uh, I think winning naturally uh, gives confidence. So, um, I don't like I said, I'm not going to put much into like a winning streak or whatever. It's December still. So, forgotten NYC hashtag Jokic of the East. Really loving that. Meanwhile, league pass alerts tie game in uh, Phoenix hundred hundred Washington Phoenix. Andrew, which star wouldn't want to play here right now? Uh, again, the other elephant that's always going to be in the room. Um. Yeah, I mean, I think the Knicks are probably the envy of a few different situations around the league. If they're not, they should be. I just realized I didn't have my didn't have my my full lighting on. Bad job by me. Juanon, eight and on the way to fifty three wins. Curious to see how we defend tomorrow, considering the Raptors' entire team is six eight and a mid shooter minus Fred Van Fleet. Side note, I hope Reggie stays the night in New York City and gets bed bugs. <laughs> Don't laugh about that. We had a bed bug scare like a couple of months ago. We, did, we didn't end up having them, thank God. But we were, we thought we might. Um, I wouldn't wish that on anybody except Reggie Miller. Um, so the Raptors, I'm not that concerned with the Raptors, a very good defensive team. I, 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 think, they'll, I think we'll be able to score against the Raptors if. Uh, you know, as much as we're able to score against any team, because I think Brunson will be able to do his thing. Shout out to Benji. He talked about the, that on the playback tonight. I'm a little bit more concerned um, about how we defend them. Specifically, Siakam, I think, is going to give us issues. Siakam's been playing out of his mind. I would imagine they're going to start Randall on Siakam, which is a tough matchup for him. Um, and then like, they're probably going to have to stick Brunson on Fred Van Vliet, which is, you know, it's a tall order. Um, but, but the Raptors are also struggling on offense right now. So it's like, you don't want them to get going against our team. I, I will say this. I think it's, I think it's gonna be a good test and it's gonna be a meaningful game to see if they could tie the nine in a row that the team two years ago did. That's a meaningful thing. So we'll see if they could do it. 
Nez Law, light this figure. That's unkind to speak. He's an NBA player. Fantastic win. Vibes are unreal right now. Yes. Ryan Huang, let's go next, baby. I'm so glad I didn't see Reggie Miller. The, the Reggie Miller Steph show at the Garden tonight. Hart running the bench unit was awesome. Take note, Tibbs. Yeah. A little bit of a revelation there at the end. For sure. Thanks, Ryan. Barry Craver. Thank you, Barry. Always good to hear from you. Obi Toppin was at the highest value tonight in jeans and a sweater. That's tough. That's tough. That's, I don't like that. Is it fair, far from a coincidence that all these wins are come, coming with him being out? You know, I, I do think it's a little bit of a coincidence. I do. I mean, I look, the double big lineup is working. It's working on offense because of offensive rebounding and it's working on defense because it's just a lot of size. And Jericho Sims is, I think, showing himself to be a very gifted defender. The notion that if Obi Toppin was playing in these games, that they wouldn't be winning them. I, I, I think is a bit much. If anything, if anything, if there is if there is a conspiracy theory out there, not conspiracy theory, but if there is a like, let's stretch, let's 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 stretch it. Is Julius Randle just playing free and clear and easy? Does that have something to do with the fact that like, you know, Obi's not there behind him, and he and you know, he, look, Julius is a smart guy. He knew fans wanted Obi over him. That maybe. That's a thing. I'd hear that. I'd hear that. Thanks, Barry. Kevin Danishevsky with one more. This doesn't feel real. I know it, it is real, but it doesn't feel real. Jet. The fucking Knicks have won eight in a row. What is happening? <laughs> um, I get the Warriors are going through it right now, but I but wow. John, you might have to pass me the crow. Robert, RJ looked terrific. Yeah. No, RJ looked good. I thought it was a really nice game from RJ. He's been really good. He's been really good. Carolina Knicks fan. Shout out to Isaiah Hardenstein. Hashtag Jokic Light. Hashtag Jokic of the East. Man, people are loving. Loving that stuff. I just hate that we're giving credit to Reggie for those. Dan Hidalgo. Nobody forced anything on offense tonight. A fantastic point. Great point, Dan. Thank you for making it. When's the last time we watched this team and we were like, again, 13 games. 13 games. They're the fourth best. 14 games. Excuse me. 14 games. They're the fourth best offense in the league. And it they're at 117.2. They are within 0.6 of the Nuggets, who are 117.8 in first over those 14 games. I know the Nuggets are playing right now. They are closer to the Nuggets, 0.6 behind the Nuggets, than they are to the fifth place team, which is the Nets at 116.5. And that's the same distance as the Nets are to the Lakers at sixth at 115.9. This offense is real. When is the last time we've seen this offense look like the clunky mess that it did last year? And if we're keeping it a buck, like they did two years ago, I remember it like it was yesterday. It would be like clockwork. There would be a stretch of 
every game and sometimes multiple stretches of games where that team you would just be like, oh, okay, this is the stretch where we're going to go five minutes where it doesn't look like we're going to be able to ever score again. And that's what happens when it's Randall in a cloud of dust, to borrow an analogy from earlier in the show. This team is more diverse than that on offense, and they have a fucking point guard. You know? Um, yeah. It's good process on offense now. It's just good process. Forgotten NYC, are you ready to accept that RJ, or Forgotten NYC is ready to accept that RJ will never be a good shooter. I'm not there. Um, I'm going to guess he was. I'm going to, I'm not looking at the box score. Was he? Oh, of four tonight from deep. It was one of six. Okay. I'm not willing to accept that. I think RJ is going to be an okay shooter. I think. He is over the last 13 games coming into tonight. I want to say he was a 36 plus over 36% over the last 13 games coming tonight from three on more than five attempts a game. That's good. You can't be, you can't be 36% on more than five attempts a game over a month long stretch and not be a good shooter. If you're going to tell me that, consistency is still a question mark for you. That's fine. But every shooter, every shooter has nights like this that RJ had again, one for six. Um, Clay Thompson, one of five tonight from deep Jordan Poole, two of eight tonight from deep. It happens. You know, I think RJ is going to be okay. And you know me. I'm hard on Archer. Christian Finnegan. uh, What's great about this streak is how sustainable it feels. Yes. If anything, it feels like they have room to get better. Um, Maybe. Maybe. It's not the how is this happening vibe from the we here season. Yeah, completely agree. It's a great comment. I I made a similar comment earlier today. In terms of can they get better? Hmm. I I don't know. Maybe they can. Maybe they can. But I think they're playing pretty pretty damn well. I think they're doing a really good job of capitalizing on their talent. I'll say that. Thanks, Christian. Um Danny, first time Patreon, and I'm here to stay. Oh, that's awesome. We're happy to have you. Hope you enjoyed it. The, pay, the, the, the game watchers are fun. Um, love you, boys. Keep up the good work. Let's go next. Thanks, man. Appreciate that. Means a lot. Uh, Evan Melendez, for fun, what would Gribes fetch in a trade today? I, don't, I mean, they're not trading him, so... I mean, I, you know... I. <laughs> Is he the centerpiece? I don't know. I don't know. Is he the centerpiece of a star trade? No, I don't think. But actually, I you know I don't know. Every team needs that dude. Every team needs that dude. And I don't want to trade him. <laughs> Sorry, Evan. 
D Flesh, great win. Hashtag Tibbs took a seat. <laughs> Hashtag screw you, Reggie Miller. Always screw Reggie Miller. Larry Robinson, what's going on, Larry? Been watching for a long time. Big fan of your work. I, I don't look at it as work. I just look at it as having some fun uh, with my friends who are Knicks fans. But thank you. This team reminds me of the 2004 Pistons. We got another 04 Pistons comp, especially our starters. I'm loving the defense. Go New York, go New York, go. All right, let's play this out. Let's play this out. Uh, ben Wallace. Uh, Andrew, correct me if I'm wrong. Four-time defensive player of the year. Mitchell Robinson. Will, should be in the all-defense conversation this season. Uh, Chauncey Billups, Jalen Brunson, in terms of offensive players, different offensive players, but I think Jalen Brunson as an offensive player is every bit as effective as Billups was, even in his prime. Um, maybe that's a bit much, but I think really highly of Jalen Brunson. Defensively, no, Andrew, that's not right. No, he, no. Ben Wallace did not win five Defensive Player of the Year awards in a row. Come on. Now you're going to make me look this up? You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Hold on. So it's five first-team all-defense teams yeah. in a row. But he did win four. Okay. So it's 2 3 5 and 6 I don't know who won in 4 but it should have been Ben Wallace because then it would have been 5 and then it would have been 5 and 0 and you wouldn't have to think about it? Yes. Uh, 2004 Defensive Player of the Year. Great question. Oh, man. I have it here. It's okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Okay. Go ahead. It's a, it's a big guy. No, it's not. It's a wing. Well-known wing, especially around here in the New York area. One might argue the Knicks should have drafted him. Oh, Ronnie. Ron Artest. Ronnie. This was the last time oh, we... Four? Yeah. Oh, that's the Pacers. That's the Pacers team because they won sixty plus games and then lost to the South, lost to the Pistons in the conference finals, and then added Stephen Jackson. It was thought to be that that would be the missing link, and twelve games into the season, missing link to something. (laughs) They missed a lot more than the link. They missed about half the season Um, collectively amongst the games. What a weird time in the NBA. The early, the early to mid aughts. Yes, yes. Anyway, let's finish the comp. So uh, Wallace um, Robinson, Bill, Billups. I, look, Billups was, was a monumental defensive point. I don't know if Billups made any old defense teams. I don't really care. He was a really good defensive point guard. And then your your Rip Hamilton comp is uh, Quentin Grimes. Grimes, which I think I know Hamilton made a couple All Star teams. I think that's a fair comp. Uh, you know, ironically. RJ would actually be the comp for how he was used for Rip Richard Hamilton because he was used more in the so, offense. And Quentin Grimes is looked yeah. at as more of a defensive stopper, which is what Deshaun Prince was. So, that, so the real interesting comp is the Julius Randle Rasheed Wallace comp because you want to talk about talents, mm-hmm. interesting talents, <laughs> plus plus uh, stuff <laughs> stuff going on north of the border. Yes, um, that's the real interesting comp. But the but the Rip. Tayshon uh, versus Grimes, RJ. Like, that's an interesting one because, like, I know I've said on here a bunch, like, I wish RJ would embrace more of a off, you know, a, 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 a 
complimentary role, you know, I, I don't, man, different, also different league. That's the thing. That was, that was first to 75 at that point. Like, <laughs> you're not, you're I'm not, not that wrong. The final score of game six of six of uh, Pistons Pacers, the deciding oh game God. that ended the Pacers season was 69 64. Neither team had 70 points in that game. And the tonight, infamous Derek Fisher shot, right? Like that was 73 72 was a final and, score. And, and tonight the Knicks scored 100 points in the last three quarters. Knicks had like 70 points at halftime. At halftime. Like, like completely differently. Differently. Yes. Um, the next chat it comment. I'm going back behind, by the way, because I don't want to risk it. Plus, I, I want to help us get through this. The next comment might be the best comment of the night. It's okay. one word. Jeremy L. Grimes. Now said. Enough said. Enough said. Also, I'll stay on for this one because it was a very sizable donation from the man, the myth, the legend. But you couldn't see it because the yeah. dream yard messed up. And I think it's funny what he ends up saying about the amount too. CT Pittman, um, love you, man. The man. Been, talk about a guy who's been here from the beginning uh, and helped make Knicks from school what it is. I pay triple this amount to never hear Reggie Miller broadcast another Knicks game. He was sickening. We got eight of them. Thanks. Mm. Look, I know Reggie got us a few times. I would like to think that we still got the better of Reggie overall. It's neutral, but yeah, I'll say that. Reggie got to one finals over us. We got to one finals over Reggie in the Eastern Conference finals. Two, two, excuse me, two. 94 and 99. He got there in 2000. Yeah. Um, But it was three. It was three, three. It was three, three. And one and one of ours was a first round series. So, but again, we got him in two conference finals. It's, it's, it's even, it's pretty even. Yeah. It's, it's a, that's why the, the, the rivalry is so fascinating that they made a whole 30 for 30 about Reggie Miller against the Knicks. And it was a battle for the the middle of the Eastern Conference because Michael Jordan I ran know. things for I mean eight years. The the other part about it is like I, listen, either whether it's one point or eight and eight point nine or the twenty five and the fourth is the more is the bigger thing in retrospect. One of those two things came in a series that the Knicks won. The other of which came in a series in which the Knicks didn't win, but neither of those teams was doing anything that year. And the Knicks went to the finals in the year that it was the 25 and in the four. So it's like, mm. what's funny is the way we look at the, the eight points in how many seconds. So there's always dispute, about it was eight points scored in 8.9 seconds. That is how long it took to score the eight points. Although that was not how much time was left in the game at the first of those points. Right. So it's eight points and 8.9. The way we look at that is the way Pacers fans look at the four point play. That it's like a we we know exactly where we were. It oh. stings to this day that it happened. So many things went wrong for it to happen. It's inconceivable that it happened. I'm listening. And it also costs what they believe is a trip to the NBA finals for uh, for their team. Um. Well, would have been two two. That would have been 2-1. That was game 2-1, two, two, excuse me. Two, it was one. also game, would have been 2-1, and Ewing was out. Yeah. Who knows if they win game, they win that game, then they win game four, and they're back home in game five, up 3-1. Yeah. 
completely flipped the series. And that was year two Larry Bird. So that was the year after they took Michael to seven. The year before. Yeah. yeah. So and it's the year before they went to the finals. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, well, look, they weren't beating that Spurs team. I don't think anybody was. So all right, I'll let you finish up. Thanks, CT. Um, Requiem Gaming, what's going on, Alex? Hello from the land of enchantment. So glad to see IQ shot come back. Heart throwing bombs. More glad to see Grimes is okay. That's the biggest story. This game that Grimes was not seriously hurt. Uh, even bigger than IQ, even bigger than um than the fact that they blew up the Warriors, bigger than eight straight, like they need Grimes. Um there's a good that's a good part of the game. Who's who were the who were the most important um like the most indispensable Knicks? Which Knicks could we afford to lose the least? I mean Brunson's number one, but after that you could make some different cases for some different folks. Uh Chris Carter, what's going on, Chris? I've been hard on Isaiah Hardenstein, so I have to give him props. The man has a lot of tools in his bag. Tom needs to let this man cook with his playmaking. Yeah, I mean, yeah. For sure. Um, They have not used him properly. It was nice to see him get some action tonight. So we should say, we've been talking about him all night, all these comments about him. He finished the night with two points, three assists, five rebounds on one of four shooting. It's amazing. The The most ballyhooed such performance. But he deserves it. It was fun. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. If you're a basketball junkie, then you know there's no better time of year than the NBA playoffs. Twice a week, J.J. Redick is cooking on his podcast, The Old Man and the Three. He has guys come on in all stages of their careers to talk about the league and share stories you won't hear anywhere else, including Devin Booker on why he talks so much trash, Ray Allen's epic free throw competitions with LeBron in Miami, and the moment Tyrese Halliburton knew Pascal Siakam would be a good fit in Indy. In addition to player interviews, every Monday, J.J. breaks down the top three things happening around the NBA with unmatched analysis not outlandish takes, and is often joined by masterminds of the game like Tim Legler to dive deep on rookie reports, trade breakdowns, and why is mean mugging now a tech? You won't find another outlet that covers the game as comprehensively and with such insight as JJ does it on The Old Man and the Three. Make this your companion podcast during the playoffs. Listen to The Old Man and the Three ad-free on Wondery Plus or wherever you get your podcasts.
What's going on, Knicks fans? Quick break to tell you about WinBet, the official sports book of Knicks Film School. WinBet is now live in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, and Virginia. Ready to win money and boost your odds? We're bringing the excitement of Win Las Vegas to online sports betting and casino play. Exclusive rewards are right at your fingertips with Win Rewards. Get in on all your teams, players, and sports from the NBA, NFL, NHL, MLB, MMA, golf, the W, and more. Great promos, odds, and payouts are happening right now at WinBet. From boosted same-game parlays to live in-game odds on every major sport, WinBet has what you need to win. Ready to play? Sign up today and receive a special offer. Bet $100, win $100. Download the WinBet app now or go to winbet.com to start winning. That's bet 100, win 100 at www.wynnbet.com. Download, bet, win. It's that simple. Christopher Halecki, uh, as a longtime Knicks fan from Bernard King, I say, why can't they win it all? My goodness. If they stay within themselves and their defense holds, why not? Um, traditionally, throughout most of NBA history, at least, um, or certainly the last 15 years, 10 years, really, when defense when when the game bogs down in the playoffs, you just you need guys who can create offense out of nothing. And they they have that in Brunson. And he is very efficient. But we have seen it happened in last year's conference finals against a really good defensive team. We've seen them him struggle against the Bucs this year, who have some pieces to throw at him. There, like there are teams that have guys where even if you're getting the switch and the whole thing, like they're gonna be able to neutralize Brunson to an extent. And if you neutralize Brunson, I feel like it takes away that first domino that this offense needs. It's it, you know, and look, you still have your other stuff, but like that for, to me, it all starts with Brunson, and that's why I'm going to be consistent all the way through when the All-Star teams are announced. If this team only gets one All-Star, it has to be Jalen Brunson. I don't care how many points a game Julius Randle scoring or how many rebounds or what his efficiency is. It's Brunson. Brunson's the straw that serves the drink. And if, if you take him out of the game, it, and it's again, it's unfortunate because you know the man was born six one and change without shoes on. Like that's just what he is. It just, it, I think it's going to be tough for this team to score, especially when they don't have the guys who really want to fire away from deep, which is the other obvious trend that the NBA has gone on in recent years. So I, I, I can't get there. I, I can't get there yet. But again, I say this all the time I'd love to be proven wrong. <laughs> I'd love to be proven wrong. Danny K, we good. Hashtag we good. Hashtag enjoy the wins. Amen to that. Steve Guillaume, I don't care that Seth was out. We beat the brakes off the Warriors like we're supposed to. Shout out to Emmanuel quickly. He needed this game. We needed this game. Hashtag Emmanuel. Hashtag Mitch for defensive player of the year. I'm going to be so fascinated to see if Mitch can get himself in the running for all defense. 
I mean, man, it's gonna be hard. It's gonna be hard. Um, Luke Stone, what's going on, Luke? A good offensive game from Quickly. I love it. I hope this game gets him going because the bench unit really needs him playing with confidence. Completely agree. Well said on that. Um, and yes, I hope this does get him going. Thanks, Luke. Adult Donkeys, a time for turtles. Still the best name for anybody who contributes to these things. Jericho Sims equals Ben Wallace. That's a comp. I love Jericho Sims. I did. I have something for the newsletter for either tomorrow or the next day where uh, I'm, I'm pitching, not pitching a fake trade, but like talking about what the salary structure could look like in the 2024 25 season. And I'm accounting for Sims in that. I'm Andrew's texting me again. No trades. Um, I'm accounting for Sims. Sims isn't going anywhere. That dude's. On that contract, that dude's good. I don't know if he's been Wallace, but he's good. Mark R. What's going on, Mark? Eight in a row going into my little girl's birth tomorrow morning. Wow, Mark. Congratulations. Sleep good tonight, man. If I read if that if I've read that comic correctly, that your little girl, I'm assuming it's like a plan C section or something. Good luck. Godspeed. Um, get some sleep. Great vibes. May all my upcoming nights be as quiet as the garden was tonight due to the Knicks sheer dominance. Love you guys. Cheers, KFS. Uh, seriously, amen to you, man. All the best in the world. Um, you're not going to have any quiet nights. Sorry. <laughs> that shit ain't happening. <laughs> Thanks, Mark. Kevin Danishevsky, uh, Quentin Grimes at 38.5%, um, which is higher then the 38.1% from three he shot last year. Hashtag favorite Nick ever. Grimes is legit. I don't know what else. We, we, I, what do you say about crying Grimes? Dude's good. True story, Jay. The Detroit Pistons. There we go. A lot of, a lot of Pistons cops. Hey, it's listen. It's been 19 years. Never know. Requiem Gaming, New York Knicks are closer to the first seed than the 10th. We're back. Amazing. We're going to... I mean, who knows how it's going to end up, but like right now, that Dallas pick looks like it's going to be better than ours. A wild world. Um, thanks, Alex. A shout out to New Mexico. Yushen Zhu. Are we? Uh, I, I have to engage with this, even though Andrew's been texting me all night. No trades. Um, are we a Kawhi trade away from being a real contender, or should I say, are we a Masai Ujiri away? I'm saying this to ask: How much credit would you give this front office? To me, to me, if there were such a trade out there for such a player, one thousand percent. Yes. And again, this is not a conversation I have right now. Let's enjoy the let's enjoy the now. But it is a fascinating conversation to me to have at the point at which we will have it, and I'm sure we will have it at some point, about whether the best version of this team a year from now, two years from now, 
three years from now, when you can't really think more than three years from ahead in the NBA, you kind of got to take it one year at a time. I mean, you give yourself a runway, you give yourself a couple of years, but you know, you don't think much longer than that. So for that time frame, is this a better team with Brunson, Randall, and said superstar? I'm, I'm, I'm trusting you don't mean Kawhi literally, just like that sort of trade. Or Brunson, RJ, and said superstar. But one of those two versions, if they got the guy that is of the caliber of player that Kawhi was when he went to the Raptors... Do I think they're a contender? Fuck yes. I think they're a contender. If you gave them a true number one, no doubt about it, top six, seven guy, yes. Unfortunately, there are only six or seven top seven guys in the league at any one time, and those guys don't tend to become available very often. So I can't. I can't sit here and be like, yeah, absolutely, they're that trade away. Because like, what? What? What's the trade? Who's the guy? Like, yeah, there are guys who are going to become available, but like, I don't know. There's no one. I don't see the 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 guy of that caliber automatically. Um, that is obvious to me, but we'll see. Forgotten NYC. If no trade happens, how do you think this Evan Fournier thing ends? Um, he's salary in a in a trade this summer. He's he's not going to be on the team next year. Like they're gonna move him even if it's at as an expiring contract this summer. That'll be the furthest it goes. Juan Cruz, just want to add on to screw Reggie. Thank you, Juan. You the best, Macri. That's uh, way too kind, but I appreciate it. Thank you, Robert Cross. First time, long time, John. The Knicks are in the tier below Boston and Milwaukee. Put them with Philly and Brooklyn ahead of Miami and Toronto. I said it. I I said it. Eastern Conference Finals, hashtag 53 wins. I mean, you didn't mention Cleveland there. Again, Cleveland, 21 and 11. They have a better winning percentage than any team in the league, not named Milwaukee or Boston. Right now, the best three teams in the league are in the East. The Bucks, the Celtics, and the Cavs. I don't know how you could look at the Cavs and think they are not very real. You want to tell me the Knicks should be in the category with the Nets and the Sixers? I'll hear that. I'll hear that. I think the Knicks identity is good enough that if you go into games with those teams, because again, I, I don't, like the Sixers have a obviously the Sixers have a higher ceiling than the Knicks. And yes, the Nets have a higher ceiling than the Knicks. Let's just be frank. But like is the baseline there for those two teams the same way we're, we're we feel pretty good about the baseline for this Knicks team right now? You know, it's like a, it's a floor versus ceiling thing. And in the playoffs, I feel like ceiling tends to win out, which is why I remain dubious that this team can win a playoff series. Um, again, would love to be wrong. Thanks, Robert. Cash Cooper. Hey, Cash. Good to see you, man. Truly first time, long time, John. Great win. I'm happy for you, brother. been following you since 16. I know you have, man. I know we've interacted all, um, in DMs a lot. And you've led us through some dark times. Giddy up. 
Man, following me is 16. So that means you were following me before. Boy. I mean, before I was even like published on anything, certainly before I was doing any of this crap. That was like right when I first got on Twitter, right? When I was when I had the old uh, the old Tumblr page. Those were the days. Good times. Sean Hardy was <laughs> Sean. Sean with a W. What did I say, John? Ten straight heading into Christmas. One at a time, Sean. One at a time. And congratulations on your betting and sweating um pick, which looked very bad at the outset of this game, but you ended up getting the under on Jordan Poole. Good job by you. Jason A, to Christian's comment, the team's room to improve goes through RJ. I love this comment and bad job by me for not saying it. If he ever becomes more efficient or a better shooter, the team's ceiling goes up. Well, yeah. If RJ becomes the guy that there are that people out there think that he could be, then it becomes a different conversation. Um, it's just it's hard because how you know it is there a path? Yeah, there's a path, but like this team's functioning so well right now, doing what they're doing. I'm just trying to think of like at the, I've had so many conversations with myself and others about you know, the the most important things for RJ to improve on, it, even if we just focus on offense, put the defense aside, you know, like how does he become a great offensive player or even like a very good offensive player, you know, like a top 30 offensive player? Because I think that's what you're talking about, right? If we're talking about ceiling, you got to talk about him entering into kind of a different stratosphere as far as an offensive player goes. Um how does he get there? I don't. I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't, I don't have a great answer. I'm not saying he can't. I just don't know how he gets there. Will Oliver. All I want for Christmas is this. More of this. Let's fucking go. Giddy up, baby. Giddy up. Thanks, Will. Funny. JB here is better than we here. Thank you, Mark Cuban, for our culture healer. Could have had him for $55 million and said, no, what are you doing? You could have had, hold on. You could have had Jalen Brunson for the same amount of money that Damian Lillard is going to make as like a 34 year old, I think on the last year of his contract for four years. Regrets? I've had a few. Uh, ARA reward this year versus the '98 team. Oh, I think he was. I thought he was going '99. This year versus the '98 team. Who wins? The '98 team, kind of a, kind of a forgotten team. I know. One more comment. If you had to pick one player from the '98 team to add to this roster, who would it be? And vice versa. Again, the '98 team is like. A weird team because the so the 97 team was the one that had the suspensions that, that Andrew always loves to talk about. They would have won the championship. Um, this is the year after that. Yes. Which they made the conference semifinals and lost in 
Uh, I always forget if they lose in five, five or six to the Pacers. They lost in five. That was when Reggie hit that shot to tie it in regulation to send it over time in game four. It, it was, I would argue, it was the least memorable of the <laughs> playoff series. The most memorable part about it was that Ewing came back in game two after breaking his wrist yeah. earlier in the year. You yeah, know? And, it, and it gave them hope, and then, but it was too little too late. Um, I mean, that team was pre spree. That that team also like so what was it the it was the game four was the Larry Johnson Alonzo morning fight against Miami. I thought that was earlier in the series. I thought that was like game two or game three. I well, no, because be that was the first round, so it would be yeah, yeah, because it had to have been game four because then morning and LJ were, were suspended for game five. Oh, was the Knicks ended up winning because the Heat were missing Alonzo yes. morning. You're right. You're right. Yeah. Any, but that's the Jeff Van Gundy on on either one. Whose leg was it? It was Morning's leg. Morning's leg. Yeah. That much I know. Um, would this team beat that team? That's a good one, man. I think they're pretty, they were pretty evenly matched. Would have been pretty evenly. Again, different eras of basketball. What era are we playing? That's the toughest part. I would put Jalen Brunson on that team, though. I was about to say, that's the easy one. <laughs> who would, who, if you could pick one player from the 88 team to add to this roster? I mean, um... Can I can I put um Starks was still on that team, right? He was because the Spreewell trade hadn't happened yet. Can I put Starks as a backup and he's like my new he's like my Alec Burks? Uh you can. I won't be doing that. Um I just don't want to get, say, Alan Houston and he's a backup because I I like Quentin Grimes. Uh Houston is the right answer. It's He's the only, the only one whose game would translate to today yeah, because he, of his shooting. Yeah. Houston's, Houston is the right that's answer. The answer. No, that's the answer. Alan Houston. We'll find if a you, role for Alan Houston. I yeah. mean, th- th- do you want the real answer? Houston, Houston starts next to Grimes and RJ goes to the bench. And then RJ could be your sixth man. Yes. So he gets to play without... Okay. That's so much shooting, too. Houston and Grimes next yeah, to each Houston other. Yeah, Houston and Grimes next to each you're, other. Yeah. I mean, you're a little small, but our, uh, Houston was six, six, six. five. Six, oh, six, 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 uh, then Kevin, uh, sorry, AC, but asking about a trade. No, yeah, uh, with Deuce's emergence and Brunson looking like a guy you build around, do you trade Rokus? Oh, I think you D. I saw some DMs coming in from you. I'm sorry, I didn't get a chance to get to him yet. So DM him, he's not coming over if no minutes. Um, yeah, I mean, we, I, I think we all anticipated that Rokus would be a factor in the Mitchell trade talks this summer, and based on the reporting, it doesn't seem like he ever was. So I don't know what's going on there. Your guess is as good as mine. I don't know. I haven't, we haven't heard anything. You know, the wrath of Robert Cross is coming for you, Kevin Danishevsky. Last one of the night, Kevin. Uh, Greg, film stuff. Thank you for the generous contribution. RJ will become great when he embraces the mid-range game. Well, that's tough because he's pretty bad from the mid-range yeah. right now. <laughs> it's really bad. But, but you're saying maybe he's not putting in the work. Maybe. Um, I think there's too much. Emphasis on the three in today's game for RJ, and he desperately wants to be great from there. When the mid-range jumper will take take him to the next level, um, mm. 
I, 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 I'm just trying to envision a world where RJ becomes the player that we need him to be, or any team needs him to be where he's not a reliable catch and shoot guy. I think he's gone away from trying to shoot off the dribble from behind the arc. And I think that's a good thing. That's fine to just dispense with that and just be a catch and shoot guy behind the arc. That's fine. You have to be able to hit the catch and shoots. I understand he was one of six tonight, but like he's been fine, you know, for half of this year. Um, is would it pay to work on the mid range game more? Yeah, but one step at a time. And the thing that I feel like we're getting a little bit more of, and he's becoming more efficient at, is the short mid range shots. Those shots where he's patient, he plots down, and he d- does a couple move. Like I want to see him break out some more low post moves f- from six, seven, eight feet from the hoop. That's what I want to see. You led with the right train of thought that if he was like efficient, more efficient from the mid-range, which is how guys that still shoot from the mid-range still shoot from the mid-range. It's they're good at it. Like we don't yell about Chris Paul or DeRozan or Kevin Durant because they're efficient from the mid-range. You know, if RJ had like numbers that said shoot from the mid-range, they would be fine with him shooting from there. The thing about the mid-range is like you can't compare points per shot attempt from the long mid-range to points per shot attempt from threes or on the rim or any of those things because having that ability to pressure a defense in that specific way in high-level playoff games when good teams are taking away the stuff that you really want to do, to have that as your option and to have that ability and to have it be a reasonable option is massive. The, The issue here is that RJ, and I'm getting it right now, um, over the mid-range, over the long mid-range. So I think that's what you're talking about. Shooting 25% this year. Yeah. For his career, he's at about 32, 33%. You know, that's not to the level. Now, can he get from 25% to like 45%, which is where he really needs to be for that to become a thing that like teams will fear? Maybe. It's got a ways to go. We'll see, though. All right. This has been fun. Yeah, it has. I'm loving this. Eight is great, John. Eight eight is... Maybe that's the uh, the newsletter title tomorrow. Eight is great. Download the WinBet app. Thank you to our friends at WinBet for continuing to sponsor our show. We hope they're uh, happy. You can help make them happy by going and visiting www.winbet.com and starting winning yourself. Sign up today to receive a special offer. Bet $100. Win $100. Download, bet, win. Uh, any pro? Oh, thanks for tuning in. Uh, don't forget, like the video, subscribe to the channel, and follow Nick's Film School on social at Nick Film School. That's S K O O L. Um, any programming notes? Nothing. Back again tomorrow, pre and post. Uh, hopefully, hopefully looking at a, another W. That would be wild. You're eighteen and thirteen. Yeah. That's that's why when I got all the the crap for thirty and eighteen, it's like that's it's actually very doable with the schedule that they have. Uh, one game at a time. One game at a time. I get it, Tibbs, but also <laughs> math. Like numbers never lie. The Knicks are gonna be favored in a bunch of these games coming up. My yes, with this which, season, which, fright, which frightens me. But uh, I'm gonna try to. I'm gonna try not to be frightened. 
All right. Uh, thanks, everybody. You guys were awesome tonight. Appreciate all the contributions, everybody watching, the whole thing. If you're listening tomorrow, shout out to you as well. And uh, I'll talk to you later. Peace out. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.